Welcome to Wrong Book Pod. This is your girl, Danny, and my guest this week is Drea Anderson. She's an author and one of my Twitter friends. I always see her on Twitter, and I couldn't believe I wasn't following her, because I'm like, oh, we see her tweets. Like, am I not following her? I don't see her tweets. (laughs) So, hey, Drea, how you doing? I'm doing so good. How about you? I'm doing good. It's, 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 this weather is getting on my nerves, but other than that, it's good. You know, Wait, cold? Here, here in Maryland, it's cold one day, then warm, or cold in the morning, and then warm, or warm in the morning, and then cold. Like, make up your mind. Right. Well, we're make up your mind. I need one cold. weather. Right. Just pick a, <laughs> pick a side of the weather. Right, right. <laughs> no, I'm so, Oh, so I would, I would, I would love for just a a wee bit of cold, just for an hour, just break it up for an hour. Love that. Just a little bit, and I'm like a paranoid type person. I'm like, oh, since it was cold, I I don't know why I always be thinking what my neighbors think about. I'm like, oh, she got. I know why because our (laughs) our um local electric people they always send you these emails and like this was your this was your energy consumption and this was your neighbor's energy consumption stop comparing me to them people because i'm always like oh they like she got her air on it ain't hot enough to have your air on so i'm always worried about what my neighbor's thinking (laughs) not to compare energy that's a little bit nosy for me power company that's what i was yeah like Stop, yep. stop telling me what I'm, I'm using full power than my neighbors. Okay, I'm hot. They're not hot. <laughs> right, you could be baking. They don't know what you're doing. Can't take care of your plants with lights. You don't know. Right, you don't know. right. <laughs> so, you're an author of how many books? Eight. Eight books. Eight well, books. I might be nine now. Hold on. Oh, okay. I'm I, 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 at the beginning of the year, I always say, okay, I want to do this many books, and then I do, you know, I add to the total, so I have one I'm almost finished with, so I, it's eight or nine, I can't remember, but I'm going to mm-hmm. say eight. So, in our theme with paranormal urban fantasy, I read two of your books, I read um, Haven, mm-hmm. and I read Destiny Awaken. and the funny thing is, when I finished Haven, I was like, I want to read Destiny Awaken. I said, but Hers the call. Like, I, I, I want to read that, but I need to read this other book. But I want to read that first. So I'm like, okay, as soon as I finish Destiny Awaken, I'm going to read Hers the call. But I'm like, because I'm on a timeline. I'm on a tight timeline, but I right. want to read that book. It was call- Hers the call was calling to me. Oh, yes. That means I did good on my blurb. Right. That's the hardest part. Was- That's awesome. So, in. Your book, what drew you to write paranormal? Was was your first what was your first out of all your books? Which one was your first one? It went back, it went out of order. Out of all of my books, the first one was Destiny Revealed, believe it or not, even though it's the second one, because I had finished it first and I was starting to chicken out of, of writing. So I said, instead of me waiting to do book one, let me just throw book two out there so that I it's out there and I can't back out, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So I I threw it out there and it was full of errors and it was just my way of sort of pushing myself off the cliff, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I've always wanted to do paranormal. I don't, I might have a contemporary idea every now and then, but I'm a person who stays with my head either in the clouds or in the sand. So 
I don't like reality, if I can Right. <laughs> so that absolutely drew me to paranormal and fantasy, so. Right. So when I was reading, all right, Haven first, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I saw you drew off of, like, some African folklore, but then you put your own stuff in it. Yeah. Like, because some of these, and I really like that, because I'm like, oh, these people are like, it's like kind of reality, like, because you have, like, the human realm, and then you had these other realms. Right. And, like, the way you w- wove, like, how humans were created, and how the the um, other races were created, and then mm-hmm. they had split. I was like, oh, this is real good world building. Oh. And what I liked about Haven was, like, you, you started with, like, it kind of had like a mystery thing because she was trying to figure out what happened to her sister uh-huh, and uh-huh. you started with the romance and then you brought in like oh I'm like wait a minute oh this other stuff is going on too because I thought it was just going to be like a romance type stuff but then I was like oh some intrigue and some mysteries and everybody yeah. got secrets and I was uh, like oh she doing a whole bunch with this yeah. <laughs> I was throwing everything in the combo wasn't it because I was reading it and one of the secrets came out. I was sitting on my couch. I was like, what? I was so mad. I was just like, oh my goodness. I can't believe this. I'm like, everybody got family secrets. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I was like, they hit me with the they hit me with the secrets on the heroine side and on the hero side. Let's make sure. I love it. It's funny because I started out, you know, reading Nora Roberts kind of thing. So she's always got that hint of mystery. So I tend to write that way. Like I always, it adds a little bit of excitement because again, I don't, I don't, I'm not an angsty person. So I don't like a lot of angst. So Mm. I'd rather my, uh, you know, conflict come from outside versus inside. So that's why I always throw that little bit of mystery in where I try to because in the beginning, how well I thought it was just gonna be like the straight romance because you had the faded mates, and that was yeah, that was hilarious too because they were like a one night stand, and then yeah. but they put it on each other so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he threw that, she threw that thing too hard, yeah, <laughs> and then they were like made it for a little bit, yeah, <laughs> right? Like they didn't even know, like they just threw that thing too hard, like. Yeah. And then the next time they met, they like, ooh. <laughs> right. Now you're trapped. It's like, ooh. Right. So it was like this this relationship that neither one of them wanted to be made it. Right. <laughs> and then like, that was like the last thing they wanted. Mm-hmm. And then they had that attraction pulling to each other. Mm-hmm. So like, and the sexual tension, I was like, if if people don't stop interrupting them so they could bone. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> people keep interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part though is always sexual tension so mine tends to drag a little bit longer just because I really love that part in all the books that I read like, yes because I, I have to find this it's this part that I highlighted in the book I have to find it real quick when she was when Liliana and Leo finally got together and mm-hmm. she was messing with his she was like wait till you find your mate She's like, y'all gonna be in there together and I'm just gonna pop up. Like, <laughs> that was at the end. Because <laughs> she's like, you keep popping up when I'm trying to be with my man. So right. as soon as you get a woman, I'm just gonna pop up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you live with your family. Everybody, inconvenient. Right. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. 
So I wanted to ask you, like, how did you come up with your concept of like these different these different characters? Because it was like so many characters. So like you had the Amanda who were like the the enforcers. They're like the police force. Mm-hmm. And then you had like the Ishu and the Demis and the the Bennu. And I noticed when I started reading Destiny Awakened, I'm like, wait a minute. These got some crossover people. Yeah, they're in the same. So world. like because like the the gods that you I've no, so like a lot of the books that I have read with black authors that have paranormal they they have a lot of these same African gods but like mm-hmm. you put mm-hmm. you took those gods but then you made these other species or races of people underneath of them that aren't like unique to African folklore you made your own little folklore with them so how did you come up with like the um kagans and all those how did you come up with those originally i started with the the african god so i had a i found a website i had a list of all these african gods because i knew i always wanted something that was ours and it was you know black as hell so i started with a list of african gods but then a part of me didn't want to disrespect anyone who still practices or who still you know worships those gods so I took them and changed the name just enough versus using someone's God, if that, if that makes sense. Right, right. So with Rugama in particular, he has, according to their legend, these two different divisions anyway. So the Amanda and the Imensu, which is the um, elder council, it came from him. Those are, those are things that he already has in hand. Because I know someone asked me why I named it Amanda and not something else, but it was part of the lore of mm-hmm. Rugaba. So I wanted to keep that. But um, once I got the names, for some reason, they were from different cultures. They weren't from one particular culture. So I wanted to weave them into one. So I had to make it where they all were in the same world versus being from, instead of me having to pull from so many different cultures, if that makes sense. Right, right, right. Because I know I've seen that as like, when I read another uh, book, it was a, it was, Tristan um, punches a hole in the sky mm-hmm. and I know I when I read a review of it somebody was like why did the author pull from like so many different why didn't he just stick to one culture but mm-hmm. I don't know what the author's reasoning for it was but mm-hmm. the way I read it was I think his ideal was because it was connected to the slave trade so like right. we didn't know right. so like That's the right. people over here are gonna be from different that's so absolutely. I felt like that's why he put different ones in there that right. aren't necessarily the same. Like this isn't necessarily just one tribe, like one Nigerian folklore or Ghana folklore. It's gonna be it's gonna be different people because that's we came exactly. from different places. That's exactly yeah. There there was not one. We didn't all come from from this one tiny spot in West Africa. They, it was spread out along that coast. So you're gonna have all these different religions that come here and they sort of combine to make something that we all can celebrate is how I figured it. Right. And again, I didn't want to disrespect any, you know, religion or culture. So I, I changed it enough to where to me, it didn't feel disrespectful. I, you know, I hope, hope it doesn't come across that way to anyone else, but that's, that was my intention of changing it up just enough to where, you know, it's something that if you're not from there, you, you'll feel a little bit immersed, but not, to the way of, of of stealing it or taking it or you know disrespecting it so right and yeah. even still you had the regular old 
vampires in it. You had your your shifting in it. You know, yeah. you 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 took it from Africa, but you still had your regular your regular old vampires. Like, but you mm-hmm. didn't. It didn't to me. It felt like even like all the books I read. I read like hold on, one, two, three, four, five, six six and two of them will buy you and they had like a lot of the same gods but it still was like a fresh take on it Mm -hmm. so that's what I wanted to ask you too like do you think because now like you know you hear the little thing oh vampires is that's so yes that's so 2012 do you think it's dead I mean because I feel like we just getting able to put our spin on it yeah well I think that some of the older I think that some of the old stories are dead and so by us, you know, brown people writing it in our way, it gives it a fresher take because the same Dracula is throughout stories for, you know, X amount of years. So why not let us turn around and make it what we make it? Do you know what I mean? We gonna right. always apply to it. So I feel like by making them black, that's number one, that's already a change. And then you're going to, we're going to bring in some of our culture and some of our, you know, different dialects and stuff to it so it makes it new it makes it fresh so for you for them perhaps it's over for us you know, we, gonna, we gonna spin it so we gonna make it do what it do regardless right we just get started for us <laughs> we gonna add some season to it no matter what the old story is right let's talk more about Haven mm-hmm. how did you like approach what was your like intention with this book because like I said when I first started reading it I was like oh this might be just like a regular like a kind of contemporary book because I thought it was just going to be about the romance but they're in like another uh, in like a, a paranormal type of area but it just is going to be a little you know a romance regular romance story but then when I started getting more into it I was like oh wait a minute people in the back got all these machinations going on they try and do some little some little evil stuff you yeah. know so, <laughs> how did you I'm like everybody got everybody you know you gotta watch your back because everybody got a plan on you everybody trying that's right that's absolutely yeah. right well, for, for Heyman in particular um when I, I don't even know how to describe it but I like the thought that you could walk into a club you know and it be a whole different world and you not even know it like that concept that is fascinating to me. So you can be regular Joe Schmo, going to check your mail, fall into a hole, and you're in a whole nother world. Like, that's my jam. Like, I, I really love that. So with Haven, I went with that approach. I wanted it to be something that if you were to drive a little bit outside of Atlanta and run into this club, you could be in this whole nother world. So that's where I started. And then again, I like my conflict, not necessarily internal, but external. So I always add a little something that's pushing the relationship outside of it. So... And then my favorite trope is faded mates. So I had to do it, but do it in a way that didn't feel stale. And, you know, people be, I'm tired of faded mates. Right, you know? right. <laughs> I got to add it in a way that, okay, they are faded, but they still have to know each other. It's not, you can't just walk, run into somebody on in the street and be like, oh, I'm in love. Okay, but I might not like you. So that's, right, right. <laughs> I approach the, the genre of, of faded mate or the trope rather. Yeah, I like that it was like, even though if you were faded, it was like a council that had something to do with it. They're like, you know, they had, it was something else external. So like, even though they were faded, they still had to go through this ceremony and all this mm-hmm. and do this stuff to make it official. They couldn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, yeah. okay, we're faded. And they like, no, you got to do this. You got to learn this. You got to do this, do that. Right. And she's like, <laughs> jump through. right. And then the beginning, the whole thing was 
because Liliana was had to marry what's his name Ked- Kendrick or Kedrick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had to marry Kedrick, mm-hmm. who was promised to her sister, but her right. sister disappeared. Right. So the contract was like, okay, now you got to marry him. She's like, no, I got to find my sister because I'm yeah. not marrying that man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like, ain't no way in hell I'm marrying that man. I got to find out where she went, you know. <laughs> and so this was like this big mystery with what happened to her sister. And you have Leo, who's um somebody in the Amanda, and the Amanda, they like guard the portal, so they make sure they know who's coming in and out of these realms. So you just right. can't be running around well more willy nilly. Correct. And she tried to sneak. She she tried to be slick, and that was so funny because when uh, Fowler first saw her, he like, mm, he knew. you look like trouble. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, here you go. She already looked like she was coming in to start some mess. So. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when he sees her in the security room, he like trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, I called it. That's what he said. I called it. Right. <laughs> He's like, I knew it. I knew you was going to be in there doing some stuff because you yeah. looked like you was up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. It it just was I just really enjoyed that. And so then when I started reading Destiny Awakened, which is about Zara and Finn. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> what I oh when the goddess said that she released the coke the Kokoro souls, I was like, wait a minute. They was talking about that in the first in the other book. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, they connected. I look, I love the even with like, I mean, it wasn't like an Easter egg. It was like, I think the whole part was like, you had already put that part in the other That's book. Exactly, but I, put but it from I love yeah. acting like I, I figured something out, even though it was it was plain to see. <laughs> I was like, well, I connected it. I connected it because like, oh, that one and that. Yeah, you I think so I realized, I'm like, oh, it's connected to that book. So she fi- finds out that she's, and what made me laugh about this is because when the goddess came to her and were like, you're going to be the new oracle, she was like, so what I got to do? And she telling her that she like, oh, I ain't going to be able to do that. <laughs> she like, no, nah. she like, I'm good. And, and the goddess is like, what you mean you good? <laughs> she like this is your job she said I don't I don't think that's gonna be I don't think that's gonna work for me you what? know I, 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 don't, I don't know about that and she like no like you have to do this she, <laughs> that just had me laughing so much she like I was so tickled I, right I got so tickled right there because I was like in this all powerful being and then you telling somebody you just grace them with something they're like I'm good thanks that's gonna be so bad because then the goddess started getting mad. She like, look, she like, if you're not gonna listen, I'm just gonna put all this information in your mind because right. you're being difficult. Right. She like, mm. that's exactly. <laughs> you know, she like, I like to go back home now. She like, what I just need to wake up. She like, no, you have to do these things. This is <laughs> this is your fate. You're destined to do this thing. She like, yeah, but I want to. I I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> she like, hard pass, hard pass. <laughs> Sis said she had to find a job. She ain't got time for that. Like, right, right. She like, look, um, you know, I got things to do, and you know, um, 
I'm I'm okay with it. You know, she like, uh, you can go to the next person on the list. Ain't no next person on the list. You're the only person on the list. Let me tell you, that thing had me laughing when I was writing it. I was so tickled by that prospect. And I just really liked her. She was so like down. The first off, the okay, let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> so <laughs> this so in the beginning, I'm just tripping because she's like, look, my neighbor is fine. I'm gonna go over there and try to get some. <laughs> but but then when I like to get them. <laughs> she like, I'm about to get some. But she went over there and she was like too drunk, and then she just was like no so 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 backstory for people who haven't read the book it's not really a spoiler because it's like the very beginning of the book Mm -hmm. so the heroine gets fired from her job because they claim she stole this box and she's like i ain't still no box like i'm not trying to hit it so Mm -hmm. she was down on herself so she decided to try to get some from her fine neighbor Mm -hmm. so she goes over there sees a picture of the box in his house and she She's like, that's the box they try to say I stole. And he's like, where'd you see it? She's like, oh, at my job. Let's go get it. He's yeah. like, no, me and, my, me and my crew gonna go get it in the morning. She looks like, y'all gotta break me too, because I know where it's at. They're like, no. So she get drunk on the wine. He takes her home next door, because she got drunk on the wine. She wake up one in the morning like, I'm about to go get that box. Breaks into the job. She drunk off her off her tail and come to find out other people are looking for the box. I'm like, this is so crazy. Yeah. She just like, I'm gonna go. She said they accused me of stealing it, so I'm gonna go steal it for real. <laughs> it sounds so goofy. It really did. Like, <laughs> it really did because she like she. And then, but this was the thing because <laughs> when she go to get there. The, the people who went to go steal it, they go, they, I mean, the, um, Finn, her neighbor, when he goes there and he sees her, he like, how you get here? She like, he like, you didn't drive here drunk. They're like, I call a cab. <laughs> I called a cab to rob a robbery. Like, and that's like the way she said it. She's like, she said it like she was smart because she caught a cash. She was like, so I proud. A <laughs> she said, and they don't need to be running this late. I'm like, so when, and, and this is what I'm thinking when I'm reading So the police know exactly <laughs> who went in. Because all I got to do is talk to the cab driver. He like, oh, when they see him on the, on the news in the morning, he like, oh yeah, I took that lady over there. Right. He goes like, from where? So he gonna take her straight to her house. Right. Not thinking at all. <laughs> I just was like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is so funny. I was like, this is hilarious. But yeah, that was so good. I really enjoyed it. I'm like, I gotta finish these these yeah. series. I'm like, because they are so good. I was like, what took me so long to read these? <laughs> I was like, I, I just well, I really you know, you get a book and you're like, oh, I'll read it later and then you forget about it. Yes. I like them. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, I'm like, now I got to read all these. I'm like, so I'm going to read them. I'm like, I'm going to read this one. And then I'm going to go back to the next book in the Hazen series. And then I'm going to go to the next Destiny book. Then I'm going to go to the next Hazen book. And then go to the last. I'm going to go back and forth. I'm like, because I'm going to read both of them at the same time. Because they are so good. That's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, Hazen's finished for the three (laughs) brothers. So I still have to finish up, wrap up Destiny next year. 
because yeah. the father, that's how I knew. I was like, oh, I said, these books is about all the brothers. Because then um, Haven, their father said, when all my boys have made it, I can just go. I can just go. go. What he said? Go to the something. He was like, I'll just leave. And because yeah. then my work is done when all my boys have somebody. I was like, oh, so everybody getting a, getting a person in this book, this series. And then you dropped the little Easter egg about another person. I was like, oh, that's going to be somebody in here. Because they were looking for three, the three, um, the three people who knew where to, the, how to uh, release the, because it was, she's the one that know the little Right. And then the other person know the spell, and then the mm-hmm. other person know the other thing. I can't right. remember. <laughs> she knows she, she's the only person who can get to that spot. Right, right, right. Yep. So I was like, oh, those gonna be the three people. I was like, this is. But your world building was really good. Like sometimes people like sometimes people put too much in. Like mm-hmm. one thing I don't like about paranormal is when people introduce characters that you don't know but they like dump too much information but like you just like put a little in there and then like because like when you said the one guy that um was one of her guards he was a different race Mm -hmm. so I said okay these are different people these Mm -hmm. the Bennu and Mm -hmm. then later you you said what they looked like and all that and I'm like okay so and yeah, then yeah. when you introduced Verity, you said what she looked like, and it wasn't like a whole background on her entire race, and you know right. they come from this planet and they do this and this. You just gave you gave enough that we knew where her powers were and how right. she could use it mm-hmm. to get what she needed from people. So right. it wasn't like it was just enough. But then even in the big when you were talking about the different realms, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a whole chapter of all these different you gave us enough to know okay you have the human realm you have this realm this realm and you know it might be so you know it was just enough to get us enough information about these characters without feeling like we're reading a wikipedia post you know (laughs) because some of these books it's like oh my gosh like yeah i don't need to know all this about these people (laughs) I hate info dumps. I'm like, can we can we move along? Like, what's happening to the characters? I don't want to read all this back history at one time. So that's one of the things that I, I like to do. I want to keep the story moving, but still give you enough information to stay invested in it. Right. So um, let me tell you, tell everybody about some other books that I've read, some paranormals or whatever. So one of the ones I've read, and it and it remi- it the this is where I would talk about a lot of people use the same those same gods but they they do it in a different way so i was reading um awaken the dragon by ac author have you ever read that no i have it on my tbr though yeah so her like in her book they have like four i think it's like four or five realms so you have like the human realm you have like a spirit realm a fey realm and what's the um i forget the name of the other oh the far realm so Mm -hmm. the far realm is where her heroes characters leave. They're called Dragon. So they're like these dragon shifters. Mm-hmm. But this group of dragon shifters with the leader, his name's Theo, they left that world years ago because of some stuff that was going on. So they just live in a human world and they're like security. They have like a security guard place. So right. a character, her name, the heroine, her name is Shola. And she has to come to the U.S from a village in Africa. She's part of this river tribe. 
and she has to come to the U.S. She needs a guard to escort her to America so that she can she meet her. Yeah, she was getting yeah. married to meet her her husband. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like they have this secret that they're really dragons, and she has her secret of she's coming to get married, but she really has another reason that she's coming, and she has her own little thing going on that nobody really knows about. So they come together and he's like, he's attracted to her from the jump. And he's Mm -hmm. like, where's your, where's your mate? And she's like, look, don't worry about where he is. (laughs) And the funny thing about it was Theo was attracted to her from the jump. So he Mm -hmm. kept being like, you know, her mate needs to be, he needs to be, her, where's her fiance? Because he needs to be the one escorting her. And she like, look, you all keep talking about this wedding. I got other things on my mind. Because, like, that's not her her real goal. Right. It's not, not this wedding. Mm-hmm. She has mm-hmm. something else she has to do. So, like, this wedding stuff is basically, like, a cover. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so where's your mate? Do you love him? She's like, why are you worried about all this? Like, right. It's my business. Worry about yourself. Right. Right, she's like, why are you worried about this? Do I love him enough? She's like, look, everybody don't get married because they in love. She's like, I gotta marry him for other reasons. Mm-hmm. And like, she has her own reasons, and he's just like getting obsessed and like, like not obsessed, upset with like he don't want her to marry this guy. And he's like, he should be here. And you know, it was just like this. He was really attracted to her, and he was just like mad that she was getting married because he's like I don't try to take other people's women but I really like her (laughs) but it was like really good I liked her and also I liked her world building with the dragons because you really I really can't even think of in that many books I know that have dragon shifters right there this is rare to get those books anyways yeah so I really liked her her how she did that she also has another series with shifters. I can't remember the name of it though. I was supposed to write it down. But she has another I think they're like just like um cougars or lions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, cougars yeah. or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I read So yeah, you might have well yeah, I think I saw her name on a list and because I love shifters, so I got it and I read it. I don't remember which one it was though. So another one I read was Outcast by Kiru Tang and this was interesting because she's an African author. I think she's from, I want to say Nigeria, but I don't want to be telling those stories. Right. So in this book, they had like, what were they called? Now, this is where I told you my mind be going blank. Listen, that's how I am. The heck? I can't remember what they were called, but they were like protectors. Mm-hmm. So like they're supposed to protect the human realm. Mm-hmm. And some shady stuff was going on and they got attacked by some demons. Mm. So the hero, and I don't want to pronounce his name wrong because it's a, it's a Nigerian name. Mm-hmm. His name was Ibube. I believe mm-hmm. that's how it's pronounced because I had to Google it because I'm like, I don't, know, I don't want to say it wrong. Right. But I think I think that's how it was pronounced if I can remember. It was Ibube. And he landed in the human realm because they have these amulets that protect them Mm -hmm. and his got torn off during a fight and he landed in the human realm Uh, and it really didn't give like a time period but I feel like it was like 
early in, I don't even know if it really was a time. Because sometimes, you know, you can write shifters and you just make up your own time periods. You know, right. you don't have to, you don't, it doesn't have to exist. It can exist in the actual world, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to exist in our actual time. Like it could be right. 2035 or that's, it could be 1985 totally. or, or like mm-hmm. 1920, but like a different 1920, you know? Right. So he comes across, um, well, no, the heroine comes across him and she's an outcast in her village mm-hmm. because she has some type of powers where she can heal but like a situation happened that they really didn't expound upon uh-huh. that she did something and it made everyone in the village scared of her. Uh-huh. So her and her grandmother live like far out from everyone else. And she's not allowed to go to the river when everybody else goes. She has to go like down oh, wow. where like the bad water is. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so she, yeah. So uh-huh. she's like, when she sees him, this is like the first, connection she's had to anybody besides her grandmother and she was able to create this poultice to like put on his wound mm-hmm. and help heal him but she had to do like a spell to like help heal him more but she was scared to do it because the last time she did something like that it caused her to get outcast from her village right. but she, um they get connected but because of his role as like a protector he cannot he can't have a human mate but yeah. he feels fated to her. So it's like this, this where you have, it's kind of like forbidden, but it's yes. forbidden because of these, these, uh, these rules. Like, you know, we have yeah. to be in our own world. Yeah. We can't interfere with these humans. Mm-hmm. Tension. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> and so he's like, but he's like, no, I want to be with you. And he's like, but I can't tell you when I'm going to come back. I can't tell you if I'm going to come back. He's like, because I don't know what's going on. But when they try to get together, you have these other these other um entities, like these gods that sees what's going on. And like, no, he's not, you're not supposed to do that. So they have this, it's hard enough trying to like, be a forbidden relationship with it's like oh her dad doesn't like me or her mom like how you gonna have gods uh, like yeah. no you cannot be with this person yeah. like, that's a bigger that's a way bigger obstacle than somebody's dad not liking that's, you absolutely you know that's like a way bigger obstacle so like but I really enjoyed that book too it was like uh, I don't know like I feel like because I haven't read it and I don't know a lot of um African folklore like mm-hmm. every little bit I'm just like I was just like soaking it up like oh yeah soak this up soak this up you know <laughs> soaking it up like a sponge because I don't know it and mm-hmm. it's not something that we see a lot you know right, right. that's absolutely right and it's hard to find it research-wise anyways like if you sometimes you have to make it up whole cloth because if you go looking for any of the African gods you might have like two sentences here and then, you know, a paragraph on Wikipedia, and that's it. So anytime you run across it, you know that author had to either research or she is working overtime creatively to build that world because it's really hard to research them. Right, right. And then, like, to bring, even just to bring your own spin to it, because, like, shifters is, that's, like, something normal. But, right. like, the ones I've read, it's always been, like, you know, 
know, a protector type thing where yeah. they're they're in charge of these worlds. And I haven't I haven't really read that in the ones that I've read by other authors. Yeah, it was something right. new to me. Add something extra to it. We always bring something extra. That's why mm-hmm. it's not tired when we do it anyway. Yeah. It, yeah. We, you know, we add we add a whole different element to it. Right. So, like, one I really like, this was, like, so totally new to me. I read this book called The Shifter Bachelor by Sha August. Oh, yeah. And I love that world. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing, like, what she, the main thing to me that was so new is that she had these elephant shifters. Yeah. And, like, they weren't just, like, elephants. Like, they right. could, like, turn into, like, an extra thing where it's, like, we're war elephants and, like, yeah. we can repel Cells and all yeah. this other stuff. I was like, that is really cool. And then you got the background of like a bachelorette show kind of. It was really cool. Her whole world was like, I think I read two or three books in that series. And yeah. Really and what I liked about her world was that she like, especially like with her elephants, like mm-hmm. whenever you would like any other books I've read with shifters, it's always been like this patriarchal alpha like the the head wolf he's the alpha and he's in charge of everything but in her world because yeah. elephants are a matriarchal group so the head yeah. elephant she's the main one That's and right. like she had this scene in there that might be it could be triggering for some people but so the heroine what was her name again oh her name was Imani so Amani was she had left where her parent, her family was from. So like right. the, and plus the elephant herds, they just they stay together. It's like mm-hmm. a big old commune. You never mm-hmm. leave home. Right. So she was feeling pressure because she's the next in line. Mm-hmm. So she left where her family lived in Atlanta and she went and took a job in like a small town in Texas. And she got a job as a um because she was like an athletic coach or something like that. Thought, and she got a job. What was she? What was she? She was a teacher. She was like a, she was something at the school. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think it was a, cause they had a, so they had a meeting with like, I think it was the athletic department, and mm-hmm. because like elephants have like, a, she wasn't really big. I think she might have been like a, a size eighteen, or but she was like tall. So it's, but they carry it's like they carry a lot of mass, even though they're not like really big. So she had right. sat in a chair and she had. <laughs> broke the chair and so Mm -hmm. all the wolves they were like laughing at her and like being real weird and she had Mm -hmm. to assert her dominance and like look like I'm uh, uh, the next in line to lead all the elephants in the world and like you will respect me because I think she like made the dude like she really scared these kids and like she went to their (laughs) alphas and like even the alphas of so when she had went to the alpha of the wolf clan he mm-hmm. had a meeting with a bunch of other alphas mm-hmm. and like even they revered her and they're like you're Amani, you're Serafina's granddaughter like because Serafina had led like this great war and she was like the reason why the war stopped because she like she was like so powerful so like everybody was in deference to her so like when she said, you know, you need to get your wolves in check, the head wolf was like, oh, look, this will never happen again. Like, <laughs> I promise you, right. this will never happen again. Right. Like, no. Like, we're we going to get this involved right now. Mm-hmm. And, and then that was another, like, faded mates. And it was funny because 
So she met the guy. I cannot remember his name. See, I told you I'm bad with these names. Because her name was and his name was what was his name? happens because you read so much. There's so many characters floating in there. I don't remember what his name was. Anyway, he was a man. But <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know is he was a man. <laughs> and he was, the, he was the alpha of what they called the rare and unknowns. So his his shifter was what they, they call an impadula. And it's like a lightning bird. But because their tribe was his, I think it was his grandfather. Because they were like rare shifters. So his grandfather was like, since there's so few rare shifters, all the rare shifters should all together recreate and come all together. They like mm-hmm. rare shifters or shifters who don't have a home because of whatever they were outcasts. So mm-hmm. we're just going to have a whole big group. And our group is going to be called the rare and unknowns. Because mm-hmm. I remember when they were talking and she was like, how many people are in your group? He was like, he was like, she said, how many are you the alpha of? He's like, oh, about uh, 1.7 million. She was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's she like, how do you, how you run a group that big? He's like, oh, we have chapters. and He's like, that's why I only teach part-time because I have right. to run this, this big group. And she, she's just like, how do you have a group that big? But I really liked how she created, like, she when she brought in these rare and unknowns it's like mm-hmm. she was mm-hmm. just giving you any kind of thing like oh we're gonna make this a shifter we're gonna make this a shifter but uh what was funny about that one is because it was also faded mates and she like made it with him after being with him for like because his mother wanted her wanted him to find a mate so she mm-hmm. had like a little bachelorette type thing and he really yeah. didn't want it and then he wound up mating with Imani and Imani was like okay but the whole reason I left home was because they were trying to mate me to somebody and I wasn't ready for that and here come you and now I made it she like this is the whole thing I didn't want (laughs) and then they had he had people after him so it brought in this other element of you Mm -hmm. have to be with this person y'all made it and then y'all want to run from some other group because people are after him for this and that. Mm-hmm. So it just had a whole lot of stuff in there. But I really enjoyed that too. Mm-hmm. I love, yeah, I love the world she built in that one. Yes, and it was very like the main characters were black, but she had a lot of diversity in that because I know like some of the other books in that series. I think one of the heroes is is Asian. I think he's Chinese specifically. I know in the one. And, it was a it was a menage one and the guy wasn't there was Asian I think yeah and she has some other ones on the covers you could tell like they have different races but I'm like oh I'm like I have to really get into the rest of the series I said because she has like so many groups she could just keep going like oh I'm just gonna make another animal and make these shifters (laughs) but it was really good I really enjoyed that one Mm mm-hmm what about some books that, what are some books you would recommend p- to people, not just specifically um, with black romance, but, you know, because like we said, it's hard to find a lot of black romance in the paranormal, but which ones would you, would you really recommend? Um, I, it's funny because I had written Shay August down for one of my recommendations. But also, <laughs> a few days ago, I discovered this author, Shay Rucker. She writes um, interracial romance. And I normally skip it because, you know, I, I 
I want to make sure I get as many of us in there, but the premise right, was right. It was it was about um oh it was so good. It was about these Irish I don't want to call them shifters, but I do believe they were. There was a lot of magic involved. Like it was fantasy, but it was just so like it was so sexy. Like it was a lot of tension in there. What in the world was that thing called? I I literally just tweeted a couple days ago because I was like, you got, <laughs> you have to you have to have to have to read this book. Like it was hella sexy. Like, and I'm approved, so I tend to like skip sex scenes, but I like the vibes. <laughs> Like I was up to three AM. Like I took that book and I read Were they dragons? What were they? I do not remember. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cause I read your book. How you approved? <laughs> Listen, as, I am such a prude. It's so funny because the very first time my husband read my books, he was like, Babe, we gotta talk because you don't even say these words out of your mouth. And I'm just like <laughs> I have no control over what I type. But I am like, yeah. I, yeah, because there, there's still some words like I will, I will, I save all of my love scenes to the very, very end when this book is nearly done and then I have to like buckle down, tie myself to the chair and say, okay, you have to write the sex scene because you <laughs> have to finish it. Like, I'm I'm very much approved in that aspect, but these books were so good. I cannot think of the name of it. That's going to drive me crazy now. Oh, I found it. You know, Kil- I'm sorry. That book is the Kilgarren's Gift. Okay, okay. Kilgarren's Gift. <laughs> You, because the heroine was she was like forty something, so it wasn't even like a teeny bopper. It was like an older woman. She talked mad shit throughout the whole. It was so good. She was like a um an assassin. Oh and, oh god. So she was sent to steal something from these shifters, and she got caught. And baby, when I tell you <laughs> that I had to actually tag her in Twitter because I was like you did that you ate that book because that book was amazing I gotta check that one no I love I love and that's the thing like I really love the people I love the heroines that don't take nothing like I'm not taking this off of you like look I'm I'm not having it like yeah and and that's how you did too with with how you did with Zara because she's like wait a minute Johnny you ain't gonna keep you ain't gonna keep coming at me like that (laughs) Like, I don't know what your problem is. Right. Right. It's so funny because my husband, I, I write the book and then I make him read it because he's a fantasy lover. So he'll understand if I left a piece of the world out. And he always tells me, he's like, You're, all of your women talk cold cast trash. And that's one of them. Like, that's, I think I love that. Like, I, like, I love right. We're strong. Like, I can't tell right. somebody who Wilton on page. Right. And mm-hmm. that's like another thing, like, because, um, there was a scene in um, Haven where they had went to, like, she was just really like, she like, oh yeah, I went to go see this shaman. And they like, you don't even really know, like, you was putting yourself <laughs> in dangerous situations. <laughs> like, they were like, what would you have done if you would have got her? She was like, what you mean? Like, she just was like, oh, I feel like she was kind of like me, like, where you just like, ain't nothing gonna happen to me. I know right. what I'm doing. She, like, she was like, yeah, and she was like, you went there by, she like, I could just go there by myself. I was like, thank God she didn't go by herself. I said, but even when everybody, when the things happened, she didn't cower. She like really went into like, oh, okay, let me do this little spell so mm-hmm. I can help these people. She didn't, I really like that, that she didn't. Because sometimes you'll read these books where these heroines get in these situations and it's like, she needs somebody to save her. But like, 
she needs somebody help her get out of that seatbelt. That was about it. But that was a Right. But she had already pretty much handled the situation when, when help got there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like she was waiting for somebody to save her. She had, you know, did what she could do. And then I like too how you had them thank her because like you saved our lives. And she's like, I was like, Oh no, I think because you sometimes you don't really see that when people do something, like mm-hmm. especially men and they have a woman help them, men that are supposed to be strong, because these are supposed to be her security guards, right. and she wound up helping them, mm-hmm. and you really mm-hmm. don't see that where they're, like, able, you know, I don't know why people write it like that, but sometimes they write these men, and they're not able to say thank mm-hmm. you, because a woman helped them, because it's like, oh, I'm supposed to be strong, Right. but those guys, they were like, no, you helped us, thank you, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I really just liked how you wrote, it was just so good. <laughs> <laughs> so also so excited but yeah I, I I try to I tell people all the time that I read I write what I want to read so it's catered to my taste so sometimes you know not not to everyone's taste but I absolutely specifically don't like I mean I, I like the alpha trope but I don't like jerks so I, I try right, to keep right. as many of them out of there as I can right because your, your heroes were still very much that alpha but also, and then another thing that I think that with, well, with the characters that I read, where it was kind of like, because I don't want to say manly, um, well, not even really alpha, because they weren't necessarily the top person in their right. groups. So right. they still had to defer to somebody else. Right. So I think because, but then I wouldn't say they were like betas neither, but mm-hmm. because they had to defer to somebody else they were able to accept help from a woman when she mm-hmm. gave it, you know, mm-hmm. and not feel, not be like those er growly type guys, right. you know, where it's like, I'm, I'm the, I'm the man. Sometimes the alpha is like too alpha. Like, yes. Yes. calm down, bro. A little bit calm down, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't, you weren't that, it wasn't on that level. And I was like, you like right in complicated parental relationships. <laughs> I do. Oh my god, I do. I noticed that. Like there, there's always something. And I told my, I said I might need to hit a therapist up real quick because I said <laughs> every last one of my. <laughs> and I just, and the funny thing is, I just realized that now because I'm thinking about um when Finn was calling Braun um he called him um Baba and he's like he like you know I'm not your father. Like you the father I know, and then right. I'm like, wait a minute, and then her and her father, and I'm like, wait a minute, then in the other book, that father and that mother and the mother wasn't really, and the father was, I was like, wait a minute, you like these complicated parents? <laughs> well, because to me, you know, it, it makes you a, a little more vulnerable because you you can be this alpha, but it it gives you another layer of a person if you understand that them and the parents don't get along because now you feel a little bit sorry. So when they're a jerk, sometimes you forgive it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, you know, his daddy not, is that. Not Zara, though, because she was like, yeah. you ain't going to tell me your business. I ain't telling you my business. <laughs> <laughs> she like, oh, you want to keep secrets? We can keep secrets. Yeah, yeah let's play this game. Then, if that's what we're going to do. <laughs> she and that's another thing I liked about her because she really wasn't it was different from in, in Haven because they both were from this world they were both from the same world mm-hmm. but in in Destiny Awakened she was from the all she know was human stuff right because so you know the part because I was like how she just realized this she was like wait a minute 
So you've been here 500 years. <laughs> she hadn't done the She's like, before. yeah. Right. So then she's like, wait a minute. Let me do the math. Five. She's like, oh, so y'all really not human. I'm like, oh. And the funny thing is, was like, I was like, she just realizing this. I'm like, I thought she already knew this. She like, oh, so y'all like not human, human. Y'all like that's why, I, that's why she was so flippant because she wasn't doing the math. The math wasn't mathing to her. So right. just running around like everything was hunky dory. Right. She's like, oh well, I need to go back to my apartment. Yeah. She's like, we could go to Target. She's like, I got some <laughs> stuff I need to get. <laughs> she she wasn't even really taking it seriously until like <laughs> like. <laughs> Because she was like, I'm trying to sleep. It's like 25 people in my head. I can't mm-hmm. sleep. They're like, wait, what? She's yeah. like, I don't know. It's people in here talking. I'm just trying <laughs> to go to sleep. <laughs> she really wasn't taking anything quite she really wasn't. That <laughs> she really wasn't. She was like, wait a minute. So y'all is like, not human. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> a similar thing happened because the hero was like oh we come from the dragon world and he's like I'm like 300 years old she like but I'm only 28 <laughs> she like, hold on that's a big age difference right there she like she like I'm only 28 years old like she like I got powers but I'm not like an old old person she like I'm just a regular age i'm regular age right. and he like we'll be thinking about that like <laughs> you know what else too i read so you know how you go on you go on amazon and you go on kindle unlimited you sort of peruse and peruse i found this writer what's her name ed edwina fort and oh she, i think i've heard of her before redemption it's called earth's cry it is you know how you Sometimes when you think about black paranormals, you think, oh, they all have to use the African gods and and this and that. And all of her characters, she uses the Bible. And so I was so fascinated. She's not the only one. It was one other person I read. I can't remember their name, but every paranormal that I read outside of like, you know, the the bigger names or whatever, the small ones that I've been reading on Kindle Unlimited, they've all been using the Bible in like these really cool ways. I was like, I didn't even... It hadn't even crossed my mind to use it. So it's in in that story. It's about this guy. He's um he's like Native American and black, and his family owns this casino and he's really powerful. It is it's just so it's I don't want to call it hook, but it is. But I love that. <laughs> it, I just I love that because they you know they talk different, they react. Yes. That's a whole nother realm of the because it, it, it's a book. I, I I can't remember what it's called, but oh. they're mermaids. But it's like urban fiction oh with mermaids, cause yes. they're like they're like hood hood. Like, oh my god! Like it it feels like a whole nother world for me. Cause I'm just like oh my god! I'm like so fascinated by the way they talk, the way they act. Like the men are so like like rough and tumble, and it's just so hot. Like I, I freaking love it. But it was so it was so different to me for someone to use the Almighty in this story. You know where I didn't think. That we could do that. Black people are right, amazing. Right. Man. That was like, I, I didn't even think about that. It was amazing. You got to read it. It's called Redemption. It was really good. I mean, you know, it, it's on Kindle Unlimited, so you, you it might have a little bit of 
you know, errors or whatever, but it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. you know how sometimes, sometimes, you, you know, you got sometimes. I'm not, I'm not a person that's all grammar police on people. Me because either. for one, Me. I don't even know all the grammar rules. So yeah. how I'm going to tell you, <laughs> <laughs> if I don't even know the rule, how I'm going to tell somebody else that they did it wrong. So I don't know. I will, I'll skip right on past them errors and keep it moving. But because the, the story was so, I, I just was so good. Like I was like, I never even, I would have never thought to to open that side of the world like it was so fascinating to me because again I'm used to us maybe using shifters or vampires or you know or African gods and this was like a whole whole other thing like it was amazing like I really enjoyed it I'm definitely gonna have to check that out yeah yeah and I the it was the perfect blend of hood and paranormal like it was like speaking to my soul <laughs> like okay it's real but it could really happen in Baltimore and you would even blink like it just was that like it was that good like, right yeah you know that's you know that calling me because that's where I'm from I'm from Baltimore and I'll be yeah. like hey yeah. like wait a minute they be like hey <laughs> avenue a perfect blend of of hood and paranormal like I would have never thought that was my jam but I really right right like I never knew I like the ghost thug. Really? <laughs> I would have never thought that a shifter talking trash in you know in our colloquialism would be my jam, but that's my jam. Like I'm like, wow. Like it's amazing. <laughs> right, right. You know, they, they be, I don't like the ones, you know, where they're pushing weight, you know, they're doing drugs and pushing weight. Yeah, yeah, that's the look. Because I read I read one like that and I was like, man, y'all been living all these years and y'all selling drugs. Like, come <laughs> on now. <laughs> Like, <laughs> come on! Right, y'all, 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 like, like you've been a corner boy for five hundred years. Baby, like, you got to get past that life, okay? <laughs> right. Look, like, I say come that, on, man. Page and keep reading. So. <laughs> right, right. Like, let me just keep my commentary to myself. Yeah, Turn yeah. the page. Exactly. Right. Opened a whole new alpha that I didn't even realize existed. Right. He an alpha and he Omar from the wire. (laughs) (laughs) He's an alpha Omar. I realized I really like this. That was class for me. (laughs) But again, it goes back to world building because. I'm, I'm I'm from the country, and I mean like farmland, chickens, cows country. So it feels like a whole separate, brand new world to me when I read those. Right. So you know, I can't. It's just so fascinating to me that they could blend the two of these things. It's like first of all, like if I was the every, I feel so blasphemous using the Bible. That's number one. Like I don't right. really kind of thing. <laughs> so then it would turn you off, but it do such a good job of it. Right, right. That's that's the testament of a good book. They'll be like, like I'm, a, I'm gonna read it, but I'm gonna pray after. <laughs> right. I'm not, you know, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. So I'm right, not, right. I'm not gonna say little. he's bad kind of thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we really go ahead to get into these books to read. But yeah. it was so good talking to you. Like, I have to read the rest of your catalog and just fangirl all over you, oh, your good. stuff, I everything. Hear you say that. 
that just made my whole week. Like, <laughs> I'm so excited about that. And, and that's when you get, like, into, like, took me so long to read this. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, but I'm kind of glad because now I can, like, save the rest of your books. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. instead of being, like, oh, I'm, I'm waiting on it. Instead of being one of the readers that harass and be, like, sending you, you know, sending you magazine cutout letters. Like, when your <laughs> next book <laughs> I knew exactly like, what I would do if that happened to me. <laughs> you know, because some people they be doing a little too much with the when oh. your next book. You know, they be like Debo when your next book coming. Like, no, like what? I have to report you. Like, so, what, so what you're telling me is to not do that to Shay Rucker. Okay, got it. Right. <laughs> Ma'am, I need another one of these books. Okay. <laughs> I need to prank out another one of these books. Right. Okay, Please, can I have some more? <laughs> like, oh, you oh, know, right. like, oh, right. <laughs> but it was so good talking to you. So tell the people where they can find you. Oh, you know what? And when we talked about your beginning, we didn't need to tell them about your book covers. That oh. you do the book covers. So tell the people where you can find, where they can find you and tell them about your book covers. Oh, I... I just do book covers for myself. Oh, I, your, your pictures, I, your, your your photography. Yeah. Well, I haven't started yet. Remember the plague? Can't oh, yeah, it. yeah. I forgot. As soon as that's up, I will let everyone know. I'm waiting for that to get up and pop. As soon as people can be within six feet of each other. Because, you know, you can't right. even make six people everybody plays yeah. i know next year i say i say when everything get back to normal i'm going to all the book stuff and getting everything because i gotta meet everybody that i missed out on meeting that's what i'm saying because 2020 was supposed to be my year that i did all the book stuff that i was, was that i had took a break from. I right. make sure you go to at least one conference and meet some people because i tend to get you know in you know inside myself and i forget to go outside so 2020 has stopped that for me. There's no longer being inside all the time. <laughs> right. I had enough inside for the rest of my life. <laughs> and as soon as outside open back up, I'm going. So um, where can people find you? What's your Twitter or your website with your books or they could just find them? Where can they find you at? Well, I am on Twitter at it's Drea Anderson. Oh no, it's A Anderson. That's my Twitter handle. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's I T S A Anderson. And my last name is spelled A N D E R S E N instead of O N. Mm-hmm. Oh. And they can find your books on Amazon. If you want to find them, yeah, because they're all in Kindle Unlimited. So you can find them all on Amazon. So it's great talking to you then. Yeah, enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rom Book Pod, Inclusively Your. If you like weekly recs for inclusive romance, please take a moment to subscribe. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Rom Book Pod. That's R-O-M-B-K-P-O-D. Thank you for joining us, and until next time, happy reading. <laughs>